Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank all my Patreon supporters over at BSM Pod slash wait. Patreon.com slash BSM pod for continuing to support me and what I'm doing. All the senior producers, big shout outs to my mom and dad. We also have Ventus Official and we have PK Smokey with Eternal Project. Thank you. Thank you for all of your support. And I would also like to give a big shout outs to Super Quack for helping yeah. to make this happen, who has been on the program before me and super quack talked several months ago now but aside from talking to him i also got to interview mk leo a little while back so i am super pleased to once again have another representation from mexico smash we have far with us tonight here far thank you so much for joining me uh, thanks for the invite it's I was looking for this. <laughs> looking forward for this. Yeah. How how often do do I get to talk to someone who has a I looked this up on PG stats, a seventy five percent win wreck win win record. Sorry. That's me tripping over letters. It's all good. So I'm really excited to get into this. But firstly, uh, to clarify to people who are joining the program for the first time, I will be not specifically trying to put this in the vein of stats and talking about the game specifically i love hearing about people's stories so far you've been around melee for a hot minute so i'm interested to hear about your origin story how did you get into melee i think i have an amazing story uh, i don't think i heard anything like that so first in mexico we have a we used to have this video game magazines called club nintendo it was it was amazing. Like, I mean, I was talking back in a day when the internet wasn't available as now. So, like, that's where you will find out about cool stuff or glitches or exploits in video games, right? So, I mean, when I was in kindergarten, I played Smash 64 a lot. I, I oh, remember let's skipping, go. Yeah, I remember <laughs> skipping class. Uh, my, mom would let me, yeah, my mom would let me stay at home and play Smash and... Uh, uh, so I've been playing video games my whole life. That's pretty, actually, that's how I learned English. Because back in the day, uh, there was like, uh, they didn't translate the games, you know? It was all English, and I really like RPGs like Pokemon, Mario RPG, Zelda games. So, and I wanted to know what's up with the game. So I learned English through that, and then I kind of perfection it or like improve it by attending stuff in America with melee tournaments and such. Anyway. So there's this, uh, they, they make like this in this uh, magazine, they make like an article about melee and, and com not as much as competitive scene. Like, they, they will even make, bring up the argument of like, if using the cystic for smashes was like a noob thing to do. <laughs> so like, I, like, I use it, I don't care, I use it. <laughs> so, but then they, they, uh, they mention about wave dash. They mentioned Wave Dash, just like Nick back in the day. Like, I mean, if someone knew about Wave Dash, oh, you know how to play. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all we cared about. Like, oh, you know how to Wave Dash? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but they didn't go in depth with any of the techniques. So they just mentioned it. And I was back, I mean, I, I was, that was like 2005, something like that. I cannot really remember the year. But I knew there was stuff, like advanced stuff in the game, right? Uh, one day I, I come across this, you know, <clears throat> usually people get beat up by someone way good and then they learn about the techniques, right? Uh, in my case, I, well, it was, I come from a really small town in Mexico. So even for Mexico standards, it's a really small town. So mm. no one was good, honestly. And, and so there was, there was no one to come to my town 
to like destroy me and tell like, oh, I, I use these techniques. So I, I didn't came across the the how to play advanced that 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 tutorial that everyone knows. Yes. Yeah, I didn't came across that. I I found this like weirdly weird uh web page. It was it was it was a flash animator who also like melee and and the the F Zero game for the GameCube. I, I I think it was F Zero GX. I, I'm not sure which one it is, but he he had advanced techniques for both melee and F Zero. That was oh okay, and that's how I learned about wave dash, uh, L cancel. Uh, shuffle that's how they used to call it back in the day yeah <laughs> so yes it's not really a thing anymore right so i learned about shine properties but i was still like casual right i didn't really know about tournaments and stuff i learned about the wave dash and i was like back in the day i was a chic main I, I was still a chic main because i mean i was using all the characters and my older brother found out that chic was broken as like <laughs> Dash attack fair and forward tilt fair. I, like, I, I want to play that too. It was chic dinos all day. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I I learned about the techniques and I was like, I found that Luigi, like Luigi's wave dash. And I was like, this has to be the most broken character in the whole game. Look at that wave dash. Look at how be, far that guy goes. <laughs> it, has like, it has to be the best character. But I mean, it was not until I I came across and I told him when I met him the first time the Camasters combo video the Greenish Machine two. Wow. That's was like oh this game is amazing. I want <laughs> I want to do all of that. Also and like maybe it was because I mean just start looking around the like recommended videos and I came across the Dark Reigns combo video that Captain Falcon. That oh Pioneer. yeah, Dark Reign. Yeah, Dark Reigns has had great combo videos back in the day. Uh, and that's when I was, I cannot believe what I'm seeing. Like, look at that falcon. They don't even touch the ground and he kills it. <laughs> that's when I was, I want to learn all of this. Even then, I didn't know about tournament scenes. I assumed there was people playing with, with their friends. And I was like, I, I want to learn about this. But I had no idea about the meta game, tier list, any of that. I, it didn't cross my mind to, like, I should find out about that. But no, I just, I just play with my homies. So I was a casual player. By all extension of the word, I was a casual player. But I mean, I I, I will be way shine, way shiny. <laughs> my friends are like ledge dashing, but it was a really it was it didn't even have uh, like eye friends or galleons. Like it was, it was a really bad ledge dash. But hey, I was ledge dashing. Yes. <laughs> so I, I was I was out canceling wave dashing all of that. But I I was playing with my friends just like that. So yeah, I was playing. I, I was a chic main and Luigi secondary. I like Luigi for spaces because I mean, it, it has to be the best fucking character in the game. Look <laughs> at the way that I can move around doing dance smash. That, that's that's that was a broken thing for 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 like wave dash that you could you could use a, a uh, sorry a smash attack while moving. Yeah. That's, to me, that was all the, the the implication of wave dashing. So like, he has to be the best character. <laughs> and nobody, none of your friends can keep up with you when you do that, right? Like, it's working against all of them. Yeah, I mean, even before all of that stuff, I was beating them solidly, and I would try to teach them, but the tech skill was too intense for them. So they were more of like the mind games, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so, gonna start charging a smash attack. 10 feet away from you. What are you going to do yeah. about that? And you go, well, I'm just going to wait for you to throw it out and then I'll wave dash in and down smash you <laughs> with Luigi. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I could do all kinds of things with my friends. I would just like stomp all, uh, on, in place with Falcon and they couldn't take it. 
Because they will, <laughs> they will, they will spam the other, and they will get. Ah, you can only win because you do that. <laughs> they will get so mad. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so my first tournament was in a, in a oh, how do you call it? A tourist, popular city. Uh, it was. It's called Rocky Point, but. Mm. That's like the tourist name. That the, the original name is Peñasco, Puerto Peñasco. So they made this tournament. It was a doubles tournament. Some items were on, like not all of them. Some of them, some of them were broken. I was, and even then, I was like, even then, me and my homies, when we were tryharding, it was one v one, FD, and no items. You know, you know the drill, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we go to this tournament and. At the point we we found out that were the top players without that uh, that were the good ones at the time, right? I mean, what year? What year did did Brawl came in? Was this like two thousand and six? Brawl came out in uh, two thousand eight in the U.S. Uh, I think it came out in early or late late two thousand seven in Japan. Maybe I can't remember all the dates, but it was March of two thousand eight in the U.S. All right, 2008. So that tournament was 2008, maybe a little bit earlier, or maybe a, a, maybe Brawl was already out. I can't remember, but I I didn't know who the top players were because I didn't knew how to properly look up for that information. So I, I still doubt that Ken was the best, like Card and DJ a Azel. I mean, Azen, yeah, the Marpling. Oh so yes. I, yeah, I thought we were going to meet. Some kind of people like that in the tournament. We're gonna get destroyed. Like it was, I was ready to go uh, zero two, right? Oh and two, and, and and I would love it. But then we we went to the tournament and everyone sucked. <laughs> everyone sucked so much. I was like, I cannot believe I won this tournament. Uh, it was me and my cousin, and we were like thirteen years old, something like that. I would, we were ready. We were ready to get destroyed, and not everyone sucked. I, I could I couldn't believe it. Everyone sucked. I was like, why no one's wave dashing? Why no one is L canceling? They're so slow. Like, so I mean, yeah. I, then I start finding out of a tournament scene, like my local scene, that I had to travel three hours away to go there. <laughs> that's not but local. I mean, <laughs> that, that was my local. Well, that's that's a Woo. little. Uh, uh, we're too soon for that. Anyway, so we won the tournament. Like, we didn't even get money. We got like a shitty medal and <laughs> and a diploma and a. And a coffee cup. That's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> and we were going to to appear in local TV. I was like, Yo, we're we're going to be on TV. And and but we had to stay one one day there. And my mom was like, because he was out of out of town for us. It was like a two hour drive. My my parents took us took us. And I was like, Nah, nah, you have school tomorrow. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I was going to be on TV. <laughs> Well, I mean, we won that. I we really didn't comp I mean, we 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 will just play, right? And uh, then Brawl came, and oh my god, I was so excited for Brawl. I remember, I remember like watching like the Smash Dojo uh, website every day. Every day. I was every day like it, this guy. Damn, I, like Meta Knight. I mean, I really like Meta Knight from Kirby games, right? I was, yes. Meta so Knight. cool. And, and then the wolf, the snake, all of those characters. Like this was, this is going to be the best game ever. Like, period. Yes. And then it came out. I, I, I had, uh, I went uh, shopping with my parents. And we usually went to Arizona, like near the border. And I had the chance to play it maybe at a, at a GameStop or something like that. I don't remember. And I played them like, 
the first thing I tried to do was a way dash. Oh. Uh, I, oh. I, I, I picked chick. I picked chick and I tried to do way dash and then I did that that thing that went you shut up and air dash. And yes. Like, uh, what's what's that? Why did it work out? And and I kept playing. I was like, I mean, this game is amazing, but I don't know why I don't like I don't like it that much. <laughs> But I don't know why, right? I, I, at the moment, I didn't know why I didn't like it that much. It felt like I cannot hit them as hard. Mm. It's kind of slow. Like, floaty was not a term for me at the moment. So, like... But, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm guess i wrong. Everyone, All of my friends like it, so maybe I'm in the wrong. Yeah, it's a good game. And so, yeah, we start playing. Um, we, we kept playing, bro. I, 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 the first... Main I I, I picked up was Meta Knight. <laughs> oh it, yes, great it, choice. <laughs> it was like this feels like melee in a way. It's so fast. Anyway, so the time um, we kept playing, and uh, they made a local tournament in my town. Like now, Brawl was big. Like a lot of people play Brawl uh, back in the day, even in my small town, right? And some people out of town came to this tournament. And those people are new, but the momentum cancel and all the advanced techniques Brawl had, because he had a lot of broken stuff. They knew about that. Yep. And and I remember it was close because I had good fundamentals, but that's all I had, right? I was, I was <laughs> like, hit him with those fundies. Exactly. It was it carried me long enough to like put up a fight, but I couldn't win, and I was so salty because I was the best in my town, and someone out of town just comes and beats me like. It's it, it it doesn't it, it it can be this way, and I remember when this guy I I played like Ford something like that, and I remember when the guy won they played like on a on like on some speakers like the sweet sweet victory yeah and I was like <laughs> I should be there I should be there and I was like this is not staying like this and me and my homies we grinded so much because they was oh we're gonna make another one in like three months. And I was like, all right. The first thing I did coming home, like, I will uh, search on YouTube Super Smash Bros. Brawl Advanced Techniques. Mewtwo King gameplay, Mewtwo King versus Snake. I started, like, laughing all of the stuff I could. And, well, long story, long story, story um, the tournament came and I already knew how to do all of the stuff. And then we start playing Melee again because the people who made the tournament play Brawl, but they also like Melee. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was like, hey, I remember this game. But beforehand, <clears throat> when I was playing with my friends, we came across this this Brawl game, this Brawl mod called Brawl Menace. <laughs> they had the, so the, many mods of Brawl that I've never heard of. Brawl Menace? I've never heard of that. You I've never always... heard about that? Like, the, the philosophy behind the, the developer or, like, the modder was that break everything and everyone until it's balanced. Everyone was broken. Everyone's insanely broken. Like Ganondorf, Ganondorf Neutral B shot like a like a like a sphere that did sixty six damage, and then it killed him. <laughs> everyone had ins it, like ice climbers, like Neutral B ended up they will like scale like they will they will end up being like FD size. Like <laughs> it was so broken, but it was so fun. The thing with that game is that Captain Falcon pretty much has his melee moveset. That was his broke thing. <laughs> What's his broke of a Falcon? His melee Falcon. And, <laughs> and I was like, yo, I can do the thing that Darkrai did in his combo video. Because melee was too hard for me to do all of that stuff. 
The thing is, I start hitting out of the, like, the upper, upper knee and in brown minutes, I was like, yo, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good at this game. When we, when we, when we came back to Melee, I start playing Falcon. A lot, a lot of stuff I did in brown minutes, brown minutes kind of translated to Melee. So I pick up all of the stuff uh, fairly quickly when I came back to Melee. So they made the next tournament. They made, they had Melee singles and Brawl singles and doubles. And I won all of it. I won all of it. I, I won Melee singles, Brawl singles, and Brawl doubles. I <laughs> so, let's go. Like, I made some money. But I, I remember my mom was like, how did you make that much money playing video games? Like, I don't know. It's new to me. <laughs> so, all, even then, all of the or tournament organizers and all of those people... We were still friends, like, we, we see each other all the time, so we kept playing, but we kind of dropped Brawl. Like, we dropped Brawl, and we just played Melee. And uh, that's when I found out there's some really good people in the capital city. Uh, I live in Caorca, Sonora. Sonora is the state. And the capital city was three hours away on a bus ride called Hermosillo. And, and the guy that came and beat us in Brawl, he was from Hermosillo, and was like, there's really good players in, in Melee in Hermosillo. Like, they're insanely good. And that's when I... Like, the major, it's 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 a really common thing in Mexico, all over all over the country. Like, back in the day, the major tournaments were anime conventions. Mm. So, like, there was a big anime convention that had Smash tournaments, and that was the major. That was everything was going for. So, I went to that one. What year it was? I started competing in 2011. That's when I started learning about the tournament scene and the meta game. I, I grinded the game, right? Because beforehand, I knew about the best techniques, but I was, it was still a casual, right? <clears throat> so, like, they, uh, I went to this tournament, and people were insane. Like, there was this guy multi-shining. I was like, what Ooh, yeah. Uh, I saw that on YouTube. I don't know how to do it. Some people moonwalking and like I had not I just can't do it with Falcon. I didn't know you could do it with some other characters. And damn the game it was it was insane. But uh well, beforehand, I always I always keep stuff. It's been a long time. Um I was watching like the tournament scene, right? I was I was a Falcon and Sheik secondary. And as at the moment the best Falcon main was hacks, right? And he wasn't winning anything. Like he was getting destroyed by the gods, but but badly, right? He was getting destroyed by Mango, by Hungrybox, Mewtwo King, PP, and uh, and and oh, who missed? Armada, yeah. Armada, yeah, Armada. And I was like, I need to change. If the best Falcon in the world cannot make it, I have no chance. And I was staying with Sheik, and then I found out. I also let him know. Uh, I I came across the Happy Feet. Uh, the Happy Feet combo video, Zoo. <laughs> and I was like, Falk, Falk was insane. I need to play that character. And I started <laughs> start grinding that hell out of Falk. A lot of love. Like, when I got my first pillar, I remember the pop-off. When I got <laughs> oh, my first go. pillar. So, well, I was a Falco main, like, period, right? I was playing Falco. And one of the guys on, on my, on my of, of the locals, right, on my city, he picked up Mart just once. I got Falcon, and and I was like, this matchup sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he would just up throw me and get me like, and I knew that 
in, in the Hermosillo, like the, west, the place I was going to, there was a lot of marts. It was a really popular character back in the day. And I was like, I need, I need something for Mart. And I would remember my secondary chic. And I was like, I'll just, I'll just play chic against Mart. <laughs> and that's what carried me that tournament. When we went to the tournament, I played second. I remember, and and I destroy all the Marts with my chic. <laughs> there was no <laughs> and then that's when I really started attending tournaments, right? Whenever they made a tournament at Museo, they would let me know, and I, me, basically, we were three people. It was me. Morrito, I don't know if you see him in a in a in a bracket like in a TNT or something like that. He, he's a fox main, and Morrito too, his cousin. <laughs> it was me, Morrito uno, and Morrito dos, like Morrito one and Morrito two. <laughs> so it was all the three playing. Everyone else stopped playing or didn't really want to improve. So it was all the grind we had back home was us three. <clears throat> so whenever a tournament will show up. We will take a, a, a bus ride, all of three. We will go. Uh, that being said, all of, most of our grinding was based on the Arikenuts combo video. Like the Chilean people, that they, they're, it's, it's an old one, but it's amazing. So we always went for the deck skill and the flashy stuff. And, it, and we will get destroyed by fun, this like, they will just wave us back and forward smash and we, <laughs> we will get destroyed, but we will we will get we will lose to the same people every tournament and then on the ride back home that, that three out right we'll be like thinking like what we did we wrong? They just do that. Why we keep losing? <laughs> Our combos are sick. <laughs> what's the what's the issue? Like and it took a long time of getting destroyed over and over to understand what neutral game was. Overshooting aerials. Exactly. Was, <laughs> we would just attack and attack and attack. We were fast, right? We were faster, way faster than everyone else there. But we would get destroyed. <laughs> it didn't make sense at the time. And uh, yeah, in 2014 was my first Smash Mayor. It was Smash Factor. It was the number four, I think. And uh, the. The. Um, the. The person they invited was Kirby Kase. That's the first uh, top player I had like uh, interacted with. He's such a nice guy. I, we all make a lot Kirby Kase. He was really good with us. And uh, <clears throat> that that being said, I, I back in, in back then I really had a job. I worked like repairing cell phones. Uh, besides uh, doing college, right? And uh, I, I was poor, right? I was pissed poor, and I wanted to go there, so I decided to, to take a bus ride. But it's like from North Mexico to South Mexico. It was, yeah, it was a, like a 35-hour drive, something like that. I cannot believe I did. I would never even consider it again. Like, it was insanity, like. Oh my gosh. It was, it was insane, but I mean, I was young. I wanted to play. I wanted to meet people, and I, I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> even, then, even then, I was saying, this is insane. I will not do this again, but I'm, I'm in the right already. <laughs> so that tournament, I placed ninth. I was one one game away from top eight. I was like, damn, that was so close. And then that was, la that was like my breakthrough performance in Mexico because no one knew about me. And uh, that was 2014. And then I, in 2015, I that's when I started attending stuff in, in USA. 
my first tournament was in uh, in Arizona. Pretty much all the thing I went, it was Arizona because it was the closest. That tournament was amazing. It was called Smash the Target, and they had they they kind they like make a deal with the kitchen at that place that they serve the wombo combo like the, the nice. wombo combo. It was expensive. It was so neat. It was whatever, but I mean, I had to have the wombo combo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to me that was I remember it was insane. It was there was axe, there was wobbles, west balls went to that one too. I was like, I cannot believe I'm the same player as this guy. Like they're so good at the game. Like And that tournament, I don't remember what I placed. I, it was either ninth or thirteenth. I did really good. I I placed my seat by a lot, I remember. So I <clears throat> Yeah, I started attending like I uh after that one, that was in January, January 2015. Then I went to Sandstorm. Did you hear about Sandstorm? The tournament? I have heard this name a couple of times before. Didn't it? Something weird happened at Sandstorm, didn't it? Yeah, someone unplugged like the power outlet and the stream. And I think, I don't remember if all the lights were away or just the stream. Oh my they gosh. Were, they, they were playing like Loser's Final or something. I don't remember. But yeah, there was a lot of people there. That was to me that was that one was insanity when I went to the tournament. Because it was they had Mango, Armada, Leffen, Hungrybox, Mewtwo King. They had all the just not PP. That's the only god that didn't win. It was Hawks, it was STJ. There was so many top players. It was I was like, I cannot believe I in the same in the same building as they are. I, uh, what? I took a picture with Ken, I remember. <laughs> That's the only guy I took a picture with. And also, I remember the first day, they just had doubles. And Mango and Hawks team. And Mango got, like, so drunk. And he at some point, he went and... I was in the bathroom, and he came and, and <laughs> threw up in, like, in, in the bathroom. Like, does a Mango throwing up? Like, you don't... I, I think you don't get to see it every day, so, like, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, that tournament was insane. I I kind of messed up a really like anticipated match. Um, I was supposed to lose against forward, like the Arizona Falco. Oh, forward, uh, you I, said? Forward, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I ended up beating him. I beat him two zero. And well. I was, that was my that was my first like big big win. I was like, damn, I'm getting I'm starting to get good at the game, and. Uh, the thing is, next match was PC Chris, and I was like, "Oh, I mess up things. Uh, I, I I fuck it up. I'm sorry." <laughs> everyone was, was forward and PC Chris gonna play soon. I like, oh no, far, it's far. This guy go far. I don't know who. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I actually ended up losing to PC Chris. That's in, in certain matches, I get destroyed by some things, and I don't forget it. Like, cause it 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 was like such. Well, what I mean is that I lost because he kept up throwing me in platforms and I couldn't take it. And he would get a free upper, upper. He was playing Fox, by the way. I was playing Falco. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. a lot of people don't know about PC Chris's Fox. I mean, if you watch a couple of sets that he had versus Mewtwo King on some of these YouTube videos, he's like playing like a modern Fox against exactly. Mewtwo King's Marth. It, it was like... Why this guy's not playing Falco? And then I ask him, though, ah, I, I didn't pick Falco because you just beat forward. You're good against Falco. Oh. <laughs> like, he was such a cool guy, by the way. Like, I, he was so chill. Like, that's the only time I ever seen. I, I, I think he didn't attend anything 
maybe that Apex when he made this like exhibition match with Ken. Yes. But other than that, I think I think he, that was his last tournament, maybe. So yeah, I took the L and I was happy about it. He was such a cool guy. And um, yeah, that was I lost in losers. I, I lost in winners, and then I ended up losing to Hux. Like like maybe like three. I I I kind of had a run, and then I lost. I got destroyed by Hux. I remember I I played Falco. Didn't play Sheik at the time. Uh, yeah, that was. I guess you could say that was like a semi-major or a regional. I don't know how you how you call it, but it was insane. And then next, the next one was Evo. Uh, I was so happy. It was Evo 2015, uh, the the first one I could attend. And uh, you know, uh, back in the day, they didn't have like um, Smash GG or Star GG, right? Oh yeah, that was barely a thing in 2015. I think at Apex. 2015, they were talking about, oh, yeah, there's this upcoming thing for handling brackets. It's called Smash GG. But I think it was not popular until 2016 at the earliest, I want to say. Yeah, the, at the time, they used Challenge. Yes, Challenge. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, Challenge, yeah. But Evo had these weird pulls, like, uh, you had to look it up in, in their webpage, something like that. I don't remember. The thing is, that's a... Evo was the first tournament, I think, that released pools before the tournament. So you you knew beforehand you were who you were playing. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I'm pretty sure it was a it was the first tournament who did that. So I look at my pools and I did uh, the only name I recognized was NMW, the Falcon main from Norco. Mm. And I was like, I'm getting destroyed by him. And then I but if I bet him. That I keep watching, and I didn't know anyone, so I was I, at the time. I thought if I don't know them, I can beat them. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 yes. And, and like <laughs> at, at some point, I was beating Hungrybox. I was like, oh, imagine, imagine I can get to Hungrybox. That would be so sick. So yeah, the tournament arrives, and I, I start playing the bracket. It was an it was like two thousand like twenty five hundred entrant tournament. It was insane. I I couldn't believe there was. Like the first round of pools was like twenty person each pool. Like it was insanity, and uh, yeah, I I made all the way to winners finals of my pool, and then I found out NMW got upset. He got upset by Alaska number one ranked player. He was he was called Dragon's Book. I don't know if you heard about him. I have not. He he. I think he's known because he almost beat Esfat in 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 Evo pools, maybe that year before that. But I was like, oh my god. And he was a Mar player. I was like, oh, I can do it against Mar. I, I knew the matchup. And I ended up beating him 2-1 and made it through winners. And I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe I can make it to Hungrybox. And uh, yeah, as we kept, I kept playing. I ended up facing also number one Hawaii player at the time. It, it was... Firefly High, a, f a Fox player. Basically, it's uh, winners finals and beyond. Every game was last stuck, last game. Like, <laughs> it was, that was so stress. And also, I I didn't have neither Wi-Fi or data in my phone. I couldn't communicate with my homies or like I am next on stream and stuff like that. So I was like, oh no, I I cannot let it know how my run is, but I'm, I guess it is what it is. So I barely beat Firefly High, and then I got. I think he was called Rula, R-U-L-A. He was a Falco player from, from Florida. 
that I think that the thing he did was taking a game of Leffen in a tournament. So I knew he was good. And also it was last game, last Chuck Falco data. So I was like, and then that next game was Hungry Hawks. And I was like, I cannot believe I made it. Like it was an insane run. Like I think it, I was, it was one game away from making top 32 winners. It was an insane run actually. And uh, yeah, I, I ended up making the Hungry Bucks and like, I was so excited. Like we kind we talked for a bit cause we were waiting to play on stream. I made sure to ask, I asked like three different TOs. Can this one be on stream? I'm playing Hungry Bucks, can it be on stream? It's like, I wanted everyone to see, right? And uh, I, I wanted exposure. And yeah, that was oh yeah, it's a stream maybe after like do three matches something like that. All right, I'll wait, I'll wait. I don't mind waiting. <laughs> but uh, hungry works. He was like, let's play already. Let's play in this setup. Like, no, 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 no. I want to play on stream. No, let's play. Let's play though. No, 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 no. And then he he kind of he wanted to be done with it, right? Because I mean, he was going to win. I was like, nah, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Getting destroyed. I wanna, I wanna be in stream. And I was like, I'm not playing on stream, dude. We wait. And I, whatever. He was like, and then then I was like, the the rumors were true. He's kind of dead, you know. <laughs> 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 but I was like, I didn't like. I don't mind, right? So we make it on stream. Back in the day, my lucky shirt, my lucky shirt was like Kool Aid one, a purple Kool Aid T-shirt, and then uh, then that's when I made it on stream, and all my homies were like. Yo, far made it all the way to Hollywood. And then I, when I get back to the hotel, I start like the, the message. They were like spamming that, like my messages, like, yo, far I made it on stream. I'm like, oh, I cannot believe I made that run. And I got destroyed, right? I think the video is not on YouTube anymore. I tried to look for it. and I'm looking they, for it right now and I can't find it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, nah, they took it. I don't know why. It's, it wasn't even an official channel. It wasn't even evil related or, or anything, but yeah, they took it out. They took it off. And then I lose to Hungrybox. It was a 2 0, like three stock, two stock, something like that. And right away, to make top 32, I had to play Amsa. <laughs> uh... yeah, he, he got upset in pools by the Peach player. Uh, his stack was light. I don't remember where where he was from, but but I mean, I was like, I mean, the best Jigglypuff in the world and the best Yoshi in the world, the matchups I don't really play, like, you cannot be too mad about that. But I mean, I, I got, I lost to Amsa 2 and I remember he popped off. I remember, like, he was like, Jata! Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm worth a pop-off from Amsa, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I see Amsa my... pop off when he loses a close match. Like, he is so invested in yeah. every single set he plays. Everyone, every single set, like even if we, if not really close, what is the good set? Like he will, like he'll show emotion, right? Such a nice player, though. Such a nice person. I've had him on the uh, podcast. He's a friend of the program. Oh, that's nice. I love Ansa. I, I, I got my rematch with him at, at Smash World Tour. Like I, I, I didn't even ask him if he remembers me. It's, it's a long. It was a long time ago. <laughs> But yeah, that's that was my breakthrough performance. Like overall, that's I remember. Like I've been used to the puns, right? Because my tag is Far, because that's my nickname. My name is Fernando. Fernando Fer Far. It's like there's a little bit more of a history about that, but it's not worth talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dumb story. So like, I mean, I I was just Far, right? And and 
and then people will be like, the first one was Blur. When he was commentating my, my match with Henry Boss, he was like, who's far? And why so far in bracket? And, like, and that was the start of it. I heard all of the far puns. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's. I guess I should. At, at some point, I kind of thought I would change my tag, but like, I mean, like, I'll just rock the far, whatever. Like, I don't mind. It's my nickname, whatever. But yeah, that was pretty much my my break breakthrough performance in a tournament. And like, that's when I kind of was. I thought like, I, I'll keep doing this. I'll, I think I'm good, <laughs> and then I can do some more cool stuff. So, I'll I'll keep rocking this. <laughs> But you have to then go back home to Mexico where you know that you don't get as big of an opportunity to have matches with good players. You know that it's there's like a pressure in your head that says, I have to go to the U.S. to play against U.S. players, and those are the good players. So, And I'm, I always give a lot of credit to the international players. Even if you're coming from Mexico, it doesn't matter to me whether you're coming from Japan or coming from Mexico. If you have to, or from Canada, if you have to get into the United States in order to play a U.S.-based tournament, the majors, you know, stuff like Wave Dash and SmashCon most recently, and then we have Shine coming up in a couple of weeks, none of those are in Mexico. And and Smash Factor only comes along once a year. And so you're you're fiending for more of this Melee stuff. And so back then, after EVO 2015, and as 2016 comes along, what are your, how, how are you able to prioritize making practice work and, and looking at matches with your local players, your local homies, and then saying, well, how do I get to the next U.S. tournament that I want to go to, like EVO 2016 or whatever? How did you make that work back then? Well, uh, first of all, and, and that's even true, like, nowadays, uh, we I kind of just stuck with West Coast tournaments. And mm. to be honest, like, just, uh, like, SoCal and, and AC and, well, Las Vegas, right? I don't really go any farther away from that because it's so expensive. Like, it's insanely expensive, even... Like even the food, the gas money, all of that's expensive. So I just, I'll just stay in my zone, right? But well, back then, I, I think it's funny uh, something you said, because yeah, the the good practice was in USA, right? It's it still is nowadays. Um, but I will, the improvement from just one tournament was so real, like uh, the level up, what you could say, it was insane. The first, the that uh, Smash Target tournament was a tournament that where shield drop clicked for me. I don't know what was, no no one sat with me and told me how to shield drop. The, like the X meta that was known in the, in, uh, back in the day. But my, con well, this was way before UCF, right? It was yes. Vanilla. I mm -hmm. cannot believe we played Vanilla for so long. <laughs> I, I, I played it like a month ago. And it's, it's I don't know, it's such a different game. It, I, don't, I don't like to play Vanilla at all. <laughs> So back back in the day, I had I had a good controller for shield drop, both sides. That was that was a that was like finding a shiny Pokemon, right? It was so good. So I I the shield drop clicked for me. I had a good shield dropping controller, and when I back to my locals, I start destroying everyone. I, they were like, I don't know what you're doing, but you're hitting us a lot. And I didn't tell them until the tournament was over. Like I didn't win. I I, I went. Uh, I just started like fucking around and got second, right? But I was like, <laughs> all right, let, let me show you, let me show you what I was doing. And then I told him of the shield drop 
And I was like, those there certain controllers that can make it, the certain controllers that don't. So honestly, I'm pretty sure I'm the, the I'm the guy who popularized shield dropping in Mexico. No one shield drop back in the day. And I was like, that's the kind of stuff I will take from tournaments. I will get real good, and then I will share it back at home with the idea of my homies get better. So there will be better practice for me. That's awesome. You would just go to a U.S. tournament. You would learn something new and take it. Like, you know, slide off the eye. Nobody oh, is allowed oh, that to was get... a game changer. That was <laughs> a game changer. <laughs> yeah, slide off and also like SDI down. Yes. Uh, that, that one got to doubt one of our friends. Uh, that was in a tournament in 2016. It was Rewire. That he he's, he will be like dash dancing and then just holding down this but moving so he will automatically CC and we're like, yo that's insane and that's the kind <laughs> of stuff we will learn in tournaments and we will come back and share it with everyone so everyone got good, everyone was better practice and that's what we had to do to keep up in a way because we were still we were still wars right. So then I'm curious about when you hear something new you just roll your eyes and go wait another new thing that I have to learn and then tell everybody else about in Mexico is that I will get, I will get excited, right? I was like, Oh, there's so much cool, cool stuff to do. Like, damn, that's the, the only one that made me like, I don't like this game anymore. was how much CC was being, was being used mm. I, back in the day. Like I, I was now a chic main and I couldn't do the cool stuff. I like to do because everyone will, will CC and kill me. Like, I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> I kept playing, right? <laughs> but yeah, every new thing we, we found out was like, yo, there's more stuff. Let's just do it. Let, let, let's apply it and see what's what. Let's see how it goes. So I'm interested to hear, since I had mentioned Super Quack earlier, at what point do you meet him? Because I feel like you're not in the same town, or you might be, but uh, nowadays, but uh, when did, at what point do you meet Super Quack as he's coming up? Yeah, I met him in 2016, early 2016. I went to a Tijuana tournament, which is in Baja California. At the time, I lived in my town in, in, in Sonora. And that's when I kind of got close with the scene here in Baja California. And uh, in 2017, I moved here. Like I, I finished college, and I moved here looking for a job. And, that's, and I've been living here since then and, and being part of the community. And, well... I would play Super Quack all the time. Also, Samorita and all of the players from here. And so, uh, you, your characters range from Sheik, of course, and then Fox, a little bit of Falco, a little bit of uh, uh, going down. Oh, the Luigi maybe coming up every once in a while, although I don't know if I've seen you play Luigi. But uh, what I'm getting at is that then you have other players who, who play kind of different characters as well. I know Super Quack goes back and forth between Fox and Peach. And so I'm curious if uh, if you have a character that you like playing as the least or playing against the least. So maybe you like playing as Sheik and you like playing against Sheik because you did that with your brother or your cousin all the time when you were younger, especially. But is there a character where you see, uh, nope, don't want to play against that character, like a Puff or a Peach? Maybe. I will have to say maybe Puff. That's <laughs> I love playing against Puff as Fox. Uh, uh, I I 
I don't think I'm better with Fox, but I have more fun playing as Fox. So sometimes I make the switch just because I enjoy the matchup. It's not necessarily the right decision, but it's like I'm having more fun. I'm not getting as tilt or angry, so like I'll just play the Fox. And the one I enjoy the most, it has to be maybe Fal Chic Falco. Because uh, I think that's my best matchup. But my, I think my best matchup is Chic Mart. But I don't think it's necessarily a fun matchup. So I will have to say Falco. That's the one I, I like to play the most. That's Chic, yeah. Uh, when you're playing Sheik, you like playing against Falco the most. Yeah. I get I the impression say. that a lot of Sheiks love playing against Falco. Even if you have to deal with lasers, you just get such good follow-ups once you hit him. Do you know what the people say? Like, I don't know. They kind of just destroy each other. That's like the general consensus on, on like close matchups. Like When you don't really know what to say, you say that. So that's what I feel about the matchup. I really <laughs> like it. <laughs> So then, uh, talk to me about about playing in uh, Baja. Then, so what's it like nowadays when you uh, when you're able to get out to local tournaments or even playing online? What's it like being specifically in that area now? And and have been there for a long time. It's been five years since you moved there uh, now. Yeah, it's a long time. So at first, when I just moved here, they made like a tournament each each week, every other week. I will go to everything and win everything by the landslide. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the top player here it was was Hillian, PX Hillian. He's a Mormon. He's insanely good. That's why I'm good at the matchup because we will play. We had play like I, I would say like 200 tournament sets. Like <laughs> uh, it was every Yo. every time it was winners final, grand final, like, winners final, grand final, winners final, grand finals. So it was it was me then him like like the the clear number one number two and it's been that way for years like a long time ago. Sometimes Mets will because he lives like an hour away from us. He will he will come here and destroy all of us. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> it was once it was only when he showed up, right? But nowadays it was actually uh it was this year like in in. May something like that. I they made a, a small tournament. I went there just playing half ass, thinking I'm just gonna destroy him. And actually, that was the first time I lost both to Samorita and Super Quack. Super Quack sent me to losers, and Samorita took me out. And I'm like, damn, now it's now we can start playing. Like that was the first time I lost to both of them in like these five years. But now they're both insane at the game. Like there's there's they're they're mostly two. Both of them, they're the grinders of the community at the, at the moment. So it's been, now the practice is real good. Uh, we, we can make an argument from being like the, from Mexicali, La Mexicali, Baja California, being the strongest city in all Mexico. We can make that argument, but I mean, not really sure, but it, the level up is real in, in this city. So what about Smash Factor 9? Was there no crew battles of the region between all the regions oh, yeah. of Mexico? Uh, yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, there's been crew battles. It's like a main thing in melee in Mexico, but we go like with the whole Baja California, which also includes Tijuana, which is basically the crew. The 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 crew we always go. It's me, Eddie, Bimbo, Pantera, and Mets. And we've been we've been undefeated for like five years. It's it, right now. It's not even close uh, at this point. So like, we kind of just go take our prize money and go back. <laughs> 
So talk uh, to me yeah. about so talk to me about Smash Factor Nine. I would imagine it's not the 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 placing that you had was not the one you were thinking you would do going into the tournament. But this is also off of the last big tournament that I last remember seeing you at was Smash World Tour. Oh, I guess Double Down as well. Although I didn't get to watch as much Double Down, but I watched Smash World Tour and I saw some of the sets you played there, and and then the Smash Tour World Tour Regional where you and J Cam. We're going against each other in the regional qualifier for Smash World Tour back last year. And Cam won that set at the regional, but then also at the world finals. And then and then I'm getting at Smash Factor 9. This is the last tournament that I think you attended according to the, the, the stats website stuff. You've gone to other tournaments between Smash Factor and right now, I assume. But that was the last big performance that you were able to put out there. And what were your thoughts on the tournament or on your placing anything about smash factor nine? I have a couple of things to say about smash factor nine. I, I don't know. There's a bunch of like TOS organizations in, in Mexico, but I don't know what happened, but ain't not like there. None of them were in charge of the male side this year in factor, which brings back to the point that, uh, I played Vanilla Melee not too long ago. It was in Smash Factor 9. Like, no. Arrived, no. When, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I I was having fun, right? I was, like, not caring at first. But, I mean, the first day on Friday, uh, we, added, we went to the venue kind of early to play and, and, and all of that. And I was like, oh, let's play. And, like, hey, wait a minute. I'm, not, I'm missing too many shields. What's What's going on? <laughs> and then, dude, it's Vanilla. There's no UCF. And like, you know, hmm, it might have had to be with the thing about like melee. Uh, Smash Factor was a, a, a tournament independent cup circuit. So there was there was something between that and UCF they had to work around. And I was like, that's why it took some time. But I'm, I mean, I could see like they didn't prepare beforehand. Like, you know, Mexico, Mexico is all about Smash Ultimate, right? It's And I, I kind of blame them, right? you, you know, that's, we're good at that. But Melee's kind of on the side, and, and it showed. It, it certainly showed like we were on the side, and I was like, I was, I was like, you know what? It, uh, I, I won't take it. I don't like this. I don't like this. They're, they're charging for this tournament as if it was a USA major, like, price-wise, right? And, like, it's not the same quality. I was like, you know what? I don't like it. But anyway, the, all the setups get like properly set up, and well, we, we start. The, we were behind schedule the whole tournament. Like we took so long to do it, uh, any of that. So I was like, I mean, that's the that's like the common thing to happen in Mexican tournaments. Uh, they, they, we always behind schedule, and it sucks, right? But I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah. The first day they had this uh this Latin American bracket where all the Ameri all the Americans and like well not Latin Americans were were banned. So it's basically uh, a way to make a brackets without getting destroyed by STJ, Wistrow, any of the of <laughs> <laughs> the foreigners, right? And I ended up placing their place in that one. I made all the way to winners final. I lost to Eddie. I I. I hate losing to Eddie because maybe it's it's uh, I don't know if the words confirmation bias. There's some some of those of uh, philosophy thinking, but I always think he gets so many misfires against me. 
Like, uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it's average. I don't know. But one of them, I, I I always say it this way: if he gets a misfire, that doesn't matter. I won't count it, right? Because something you get a misfire that you don't even make it back, or it doesn't matter, right? But he gets so many important ones. Like you're dead unless you misfire. Misfires. I'm like, damn. That. <laughs> <laughs> The one that I think that's when I got a little bit tilt, at least for a couple stocks. It was one one on Yoshi's story, I think. It was last stock, both of us. Uh, I was getting an edge card, right? So I, I, I was I was on this side doing a downer to the to the misfire, right? And I, I mean to the side B. I, so I was I'm going to downer and then I'm gonna hit it on the way up. But he got a misfire. He hit on the leg. And he sent me this way. Then I got the the worst DI possible because why why would I even be sent that way in the first place? I didn't die, but I got just uh, he put me like an, an edge core scenario and I lost that game. And I I mean I'm I'm really good friend with Eddie, right? When I, I as as soon as I lost that game, I, I went to look at him and I stared at him for like a minute and he tried to not look at me, then then he started laughing like Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I lost that set three two, and then uh, was sent to lose loser final. Uh, Mets was upset in the bracket by Chango, the puff player. He's from Mexico, but he lives in uh, he's from he's in Washington at the at the time. Hmm. And yeah, he upset him. That's why he was in losers, and he destroyed me. Mets, I, I have beat him before, but it requires me playing at my best, and that doesn't happen too often. So, yeah, it was a 3-1. Not, not really close. <laughs> well, I don't uh, – how about this? Do you ever feel that you play your best after losing to Eddie Mexico <laughs> because you're always frustrated at the amount of misfires? Like, can you ever play your best after losing a set to Eddie? I mean, I can at least say play well. I, I played maybe a little couple of things. Maybe not that many misfires that I could have taken, but I mean, yeah, I see what you're trying to say, and, and yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> so then, so, it, uh, so Meds actually had a really good bracket for the main for the main bracket. He ended up placing second and forcing Rizrobe to really push against against back against Meds because Meds won a set in grand finals over Rizrobe, which I thought was very impressive. Actually, I think Meds. Uh, that's the first time Mets beat S2J. I can even dare to say that's the first time Mets take a game of S2J in tournament. I, I don't think he... Uh, that was his best play ever so far. I, I don't think he's ever played that good in any other tournament at all. And that also might be true for Eddie. On the main bracket, he 3-0 lucky. He 3-1 Chape. Like, I, I, think, I thought Chape was going to destroy him because he's insane against Luigi. And he also beat us today. I think both Mets and Eddie were playing at the best, at their best performance so far, like in their whole career. And I was like, damn, it would be nice to play like that too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't play bad. I, I was sit 9, I placed 9. Um... I beat Pantera and Bimbo. It sucked. Like, the seating sucked. I had two of, the, of my region players back-to-back in, in, in the winner's side. Like, 
Uh, whatever. I won't even argue. Like I, I saw the bracket and I went. I was like, I won't even go through the trouble of of like arguing for the city. Like whatever. It it sucks. Man. So I beat them back to back trio each. Though I, I was happy it was a trio because it was like okay maybe I'm. I did good in that way, but overall placing was like what 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 was to be expected. So I was like I was okay with that. It was an accept acceptable performance. Uh, in the way I saw it, right? So then, with Smash World Tour being a thing again this year, are you looking forward to that as being your next, um, as your next, like, big tournament performance, or are you trying to get to a West Coast event? Like, I mean, this is uh, in California, so I don't know where exactly that all is geography-wise to you, but you because you, you were talking a lot about, about Arizona tournament events, but there's a main stage that's happening... In well, November, I think then. it is. Oh, you're planning on going to main stage? Yes. So far, what it's planned, it's um, in a, I think they have a, a tournament in Mexico City in October. I might go to that one. Uh, I don't think they have announced it yet, but they're they're doing a saving Mr. Lombardi in in, in I think it's Irvine. I'm not sure where but it's it's in SoCal, right? I'm going to that one in November. I'm going to main stage in December. Uh, Smash World Tour. I don't think I'm going to the last chance qualifier. It's in Texas, in Texas, which it isn't too far, but it's at least it's really close to both main stage and the Panda Cup last chance qualifier. And that one is in LA, so that's that's acceptable. So I'm I'm trying to go to that one too. And that's pretty much all that I have planned for like the rest of the year. Got it, got it. So you're trying to, but you're still trying to tense up. Okay, so after Smash Factor 9 is over, the bracket's over, everybody's starting to wrap up. Are you trying to do stuff afterwards? I'm not just talking about playing friendlies. I'm also talking like hanging out, going out to eat, that kind of stuff. How do you how do you finish a tournament at a at a at a tournament in Mexico? Because I don't know. I've never been to a Mexican tournament uh, or to Mexico in general. So how do y'all how do y'all hang out afterwards? Usually, like, we all go for dinner, right? We went for something near there. And there was to be a, there, there was a after party plan. But uh, we took so long to get off the venue and get back <laughs> to, the, to the Airbnb where we were, we were staying. And I was so tired. Like, I had, I had such a hard time sleeping uh, when uh, anywhere but my bed, right? That mm. being said, that, it's a funny story. That being said, we were sharing beds. Oh, I was sharing my bed with Mets on the first night. Well, Mets is used to sleeping with some with his wife, and, and at some point of the night, uh, I was like, I was uh, right like this, and then I, <laughs> I feel like he was trying to hug me. <laughs> I fell asleep, and I was like, I was like, eh, sure, <laughs> and I stood like that. I stood like that for like ten minutes, then I went, then I had what? to go to sleep. I was like, eh, whatever. Like, it's like when mind. a cat. It's like when a cat sits on your keyboard and you go, "Well, I'll yeah. just let the cat sit on my keyboard then." Exactly. I was. I. I understood where he was coming from. Right. He wasn't <laughs> trying to hug me. He was. That's the way he sleeps, and that's it. Right. And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I was a man <laughs> hugging me, and I was like, "This, like, uh," and then I was like. Uh, I had to go pee. Like, all right, hey, Mets, listen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I mean, I was down to let it rock, right? I was like, I mean, I see where you're coming from. We know each other for so long. I was like, hey, sure, I just you do your thing. <laughs> 
so, but I mean, that being said, you didn't sleep that good any turn. Yeah, any right, exactly. Term. You can't sleep when that's happening. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you get you get too nervous, you know. <laughs> Things were getting spicy, and like, I, 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 I might not be so ready for this. <laughs> I might be down, right? But I'm, okay. And uh, <sighs> so, so like the last day, I was so tired, and I, <laughs> and I and I and I wanted to go like see the city and all that. So I didn't go to the after party. Mm. But I mean, yeah. Usually we go drinking, and usually it's heavy drinking. Like so usually people get to get messed up, and like they like they get like knocked out and stuff like that. I knew that S2J and Alex19 went to the after party. But I mean, I I, I was like. I'm not. I'm just going to be there and be all grumpy and wanting to sleep. I was like, I'll have to skip this year. I'll, 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 I'll we'll try next year. But so, usually, oh, yeah. No, sorry. I was gonna. I was gonna say the, the the normal thing is you normally get a good amount of sleep, but being forced to share a bed. I mean, I had to do that at Pound. I went to Pound with some people, uh, friends of mine. Shout outs to to Drew and Zach. But we, uh, yeah, we're sharing beds, and it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'm not used to, I'm used to sharing a bed with my wife and we sleep separately cuz we like our space. So I say to Drew, I need space. So you need to be on that side of the bed and I need to be on my <laughs> side of the bed. Let's not do any crossovers. He's like, "No, I no, you're good. I got it. I got it." <laughs> I was lying down at the edge of the bed as far away from Drew as I could lie down on the bed. I was doing that at a at a, at a it was barely queen size. Uh, but we did it. It was it was fine. But I didn't sleep well either. So I relate to what you were saying there. Like it's so hard to sleep when there's somebody else that is in your bed and you're going not used to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the we had the same plan at first, right? We 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 each had our own side. Like at some point, I was on the edge, and I was like, I mean, ah, whatever. And then he did that. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm like, sure, sure, why not, why not, <laughs> I'm fine with it, <laughs> but not really fine, but I'm, you know, it's fine, it's yes. fine enough. <laughs> so so yeah. then uh, you were able to do this for other tournaments, though, you are able to, you know, have dinner, celebrate, drink, do all that kind of stuff, I'm just curious because the, uh, the, so... I'm in, I'm on East Coast, right? So I live in Lancaster, PA, and we don't have a, a local right at this very second, but in a couple of weeks we will at the local university. So we'll put, oh, be nice. playing on school campus. Not a whole lot of opportunities to get super wild on a school campus uh, oh, because this is the kind that's like, like they're not super friendly towards wild behavior. But all that to say that we'll be pretty chill and maybe go to a bar afterwards. And that's sort of gonna, that's going to be our experience. But like East Coast, uh, my overall experience is mostly just like we're we're down to business. We walk quickly on the streets when we're going from point A to point B. We're not really the taking our time type. East Coasters are just very much in a hurry. I don't know if that's been your experience meeting players from the East Coast, but that's always been how I felt like my, uh, the melee experience is, even for me. Like we got done at a big monthly. Last month, me and a carpool of guys who went down, of gamers going down to a Baltimore monthly. And after the tournament was over, they're playing doubles. And I say to the people in my carpool, I say, I want to go home. It's time to go home. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, yeah, we get it. Like, nobody objects. Nobody's saying, oh, no, we got to stay and play more. They're like, ah, you know what? We played enough Melee today. And then we go. So I'm curious about, like, what the difference is down there because it sounds like there's 
plenty of opportunity to slow things down a little bit, be behind schedule a little bit, maybe stereotypically behind schedule, but how do you, how do you, how do you like to enjoy the tournament experience? Uh, well, personally, I, I, I just try to play as much as possible, like overall through the tournament. But I, you should, I'm the kind of guy who, who takes breaks. I, take, I, I play for like some, like half an hour, like an hour long break, so I don't get like too burned out for bracket, right? But I mean that what you say about like it's it's all it all depends what you say about people like usually being on a on a hurry the whole time. For example, where I live, it's not that much of a deal. But for for example, in Tijuana, where Eddie and Bimbo is, people are in a rush all the time. Funny enough, it doesn't reflect in both of those persons' personalities, right? So um, there's a little bit of everything, I would say. Overall, in Mexico, people are more chill. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I always feel like everyone has time to just sit down, play, and, and talk and chill and stuff like that. I, I can maybe not East Coast or West Coast, but I think uh, like American players overall, I always feel like they play to win, and their main intention of playing you is beating you, and that's that's it. So uh, it might be true more now on the sleepy era or like of uh, the dog era, uh, but now everyone just wanna play, be good, win, and go home. I, I think overall that's how that's how I feel about. Pretty much everyone in in in, in competitive melee in USA. There are not too many people are down to play and be like. Back in the day, I would be get like, oh, so where are you from? And what's your tag? And how do you come here? And people just want to sit down, play, and uh, GGs and go home. I'm like, well, I mean, like, it, it's a little bit of like a cultural shock, right? Uh, I'll, at least I just think it is. And that's that, you know, because in Mexico it's it's all it's so common. Like, do you sit and play and chill? Like, where are you from? And who's the top player there? And how many? You just talk, right? You just make some small talk while playing. So then, how about the length of time that you've been playing the game now? You've been going to tournaments since 2014, and or sorry, I mean to say tournaments that are. The the yeah the going to the U.S. type tournaments. You've been going to tournaments yeah. since 2011. Excuse me, but you get what yeah. I'm saying. You've been doing this long enough now, and you've gone through a pandemic, and you play on unranked probably, which you know, good for you. <laughs> but I do yeah. not personally enjoy playing on unranked. I, I don't usually do it. So you go through all of these stages of melee, and you're continuing to play. But I'm curious about how you feel your, your the the long term is, and you get to a point where you start to say, "Well, what else can I do with my free time other than other than grind the game, other than doing stuff around melee?" Like I'm very much in, I'm very much deep in the sauce with podcasting about melee, and I try to play it when I can. I realize that talking about melee stops me from playing it, but that's eh, okay. I like doing this too. I'm deep in the sauce right now, but everybody goes through those phases where you're deep in the sauce and then you say, I think I'm going to take a step back or exit the community entirely going through those stages. And I'm just curious about how you, how many times you've said to yourself through these years, I think I want to be done, but then it just pulls you back in or you want to take a bit of a break and that's fine. You know, you're going to come back. How do you feel the long-term relationship is with Melee? All right. That's a good question. Uh, Personally, I, I also compete in, in our game. It's called Team Fight Tactics. Uh, it's it's a riot game. It's it's like a spin off of League of Legends. Uh, it's a tactical game. 
I, I, through, I always like RNG and card games, like, to whole life. I played Yu-Gi-Oh! I played uh, Hearthstone. I played Legends of Runeterra. And, and this game, I, I don't know, it clicked as in, like, I love what this game does. So I start competing and getting good at it. So, so they had seasons where, like, you can try and qualify for Worlds. Uh, in my case, I play from that. Latin America, North Latin America region. So when the season shows up, I go like, all right, I'll take a break from melee. Like I kind of stop playing like all together. So whenever I'm done with the with the TFT season, I'm like, well, I have nothing to do with this game until the season comes back. So that's when I get back on melee. But I mean, I've been thinking like I think it's it's at some point. When I was playing, uh, I was grinding. I guess my my first goal was getting good enough so people would help me to travel, right? That was the goal, like back in the day in 2014, something like that. That was the dream. It it got it got kind of true in a way, right? Because I I did end up traveling to some parts with help of like the TOs and such. But then the next, all right, this is cool. But then what's next? And then. It recently happened, like, the, the talk uh, about, like, the prize winnings. I like to think about the, that. Uh, I would like to put the example with SFAT. I think SFAT, it's been, like, a top 10 player since forever. Being a top 10 player is hard. It's so hard. It's insanely hard. And I'm pretty sure, uh, besides the CLG sponsorship, like, you cannot make a living from placing top 10 every tournament. Not even top 8. Uh, even I think you can even go as far as imagine you play four in every single major so far. Like it, you don't even make green numbers, right? It's, yeah. You cannot, so I'm just thinking, you know, what, it's because uh, I'm 28 years old. Like maybe you know, it's not, it's not the the way, right? So I, I'm thinking, I was after the time passed, and I was thinking of realistic goals. To be like, all right, I want to keep playing, but I would like at least to get to this point. And, and then I can say, if I stop, I'm happy with this. And my goal was to make, be, at least at some point, the number one player in Mexico. And I don't, the rankings here are so sketchy. Like, there's ne- there has never been a good ranking in Mexico. Because there's so much <laughs> bias towards some players. And there's so few tournaments in Mexico to, like, everyone can attend. So it's hard to leverage, right? Yeah, Mexico is huge. It's a bigger country than most it, people give it credit for. <laughs> it is, and, and and it's pretty much north and south. Like, there's no point in between. And uh, I was like, well, it's going to be hard to talk to the people to make a ranking and me be number one. So I, I will not settle with that. Uh, but I ended up hitting that point in Smash World Tour. Uh, uh, it's hard to say because I didn't face Eddie at that tournament. And... And, well, I mean, Eddie, I think right now he's the best player in Mexico. But at the time, we were, like, a little bit closer between us. And I was like, Smash World Tour happened. I qualified. And uh, and it was kind of like, like a general agreement that maybe I was the best player in Mexico. And I, I made the Smash World Tour, like, like saying, I I made worlds in Melee. I, I made yeah. worlds. And, and, like, you know what? I think if I retire, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm happy with it, with that with the with the with the journey, you know, with what we had accomplished, and sometimes I I kind of since then I've been kind of like 
play, toying with the idea of like Call of the Day melee wise, you know. I mean, the game keeps dragging me back. <laughs> uh, I, I, my intention for now it's the rest of the year, all the tournaments I have, making like a serious attempt of doing a good run and stuff like that. After that, we're gonna we're, we're gonna like put things on the table and be like, all right, maybe it's time to stop. I don't know because. I don't know. Everything's way more expensive. It's not cheaper than it was before. So majors are way more expensive than they were back in the day. Like traveling is more expensive. Like hotels and like all those expenses are more expensive. And like, oh, it's hard to keep up. It's really hard to keep up. And like, in a way, it's also hard to keep up with the people who get a chance to go to all of these tournaments and get all of that practice. And like, the game is getting way harder. It's way hard to keep up. I mean, when people mock some players that they uh, they cannot break top 15. I mean, they had stayed there for years. It's, that's insane. It's insane how they can keep up with all of that. Because now it's harder than ever. So it's like, I'm thinking, even keeping up, it's so hard. So it's maybe, it might be time to call it a day. So, but we'll still see, right? I say that, and I come back, so, I mean, nothing's for <laughs> sure. I, like, I cannot assure you anything. But that's, that's kind of what's been in the back of my head some, from, a while, uh, from a while ago. Yes, because there is a certain place that you get to and you realize, I'm really good at this game. A long time ago, I wanted to be better, and I wanted to be someone that people said, good melee player. I think a lot of, I think that's what a lot of us end up saying to themselves ourselves we're not trying to be the number one player in the world maybe the number one player in our region and we'll go from there maybe after that it'll be the best player in the state or the best player in the country or the best player in the world but most people cannot be the best player of the world that's that's very mathematically true so why do the rest of us keep playing it sfat why does sfat keep playing even though he's never won a major and and yes perennially top 10 and yet top 10 gets you very, very little uh, money back in the wallet. It basically exactly. just, it, it you're still red. So why keep doing it? And the answer is, to anyone who's listening this far and doesn't quite understand, is because Melee is that special of a game. And I would also say it does depend on where you are. I'm not saying every region is perfect, but there are places like New York City, for example, where the scene is very welcoming and embraces having a good time yelling and screaming at melee as it happens or out on the on the socal space where you can play top players like s2j and fiction at a local or if you have areas like where i am where yes none of us are top 100 level as of right now but we're all super happy to see each other we hang out before and after the bracket happens and everyone's friends and it's not just that the game is fun it's also that we like being around each other we're all friends so that's why the game is very special that's why you get drugged back in even though you're saying ah well maybe i should stop playing i could do other things with my life and then you just go but ah, melee's still so good and that's that's what brings you back in yeah i think it's such an amazing point like I, I, that being said, I don't regret anything. Uh, Melee has taken me to a lot of places. It has, it has, 
it has made me go out of my comfort zone so many times. It has molded me the, in the in the person I am today. It has made me meet made me meet like like most of my best friends like like long time like life long time at this point. So it's like it it's been amazing all of it. The competition, the grinding, the friendships, like the traveling, all of that has been amazing. And I don't I don't think it could have been this way with any other game, at least from my spot. So like I'm I love Valley. It's it's I think it's like the main part of my life. In, 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 easily, easily it is, right? So it's like yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. But I, I, I might still travel and enter stuff, but maybe I'll stop like that. Try hard grinding and stuff like that at some point. But I mean, I'm, I don't regret anything at all. Like, at all. I love all of this so far. And yeah, hopefully the, uh, the, the, the game never dies. At, at some point, I was thinking of switching to Brawl because I was like, maybe the game will die. Then Smash 4 came and I was like, Maybe now the game will die. And that's when I saw, no, there's just people that wants to play Melee, and that's it. And that's it. Like, they don't want any... There's amazing games out there, like platform fighters. A lot of them are so good, but we, we want Melee. This, we want Melee. We want to complain about the same matchups all life. <laughs> and, and, but we want to do the, those matchups. Like, not, uh, yeah, yeah we, we, we like. We like and hate it, but we love it nonetheless. So, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It's awesome to hear that through all this time that you spent with the game that you look on all of it, even even the parts where, yeah, you didn't like finishing second here or you didn't like all these suspiciously well-timed misfires from Eddie on, a, on yet another set that you lose against him, but that you're still coming at it with. Everything has been great up to this point with the game, so... To get in the direction of closing up, I would love for you to tell the people where they can find you. And you are very much willing to accept possible offers to help you travel to tournaments. You are a free agent on listed on your Twitter bio. So all that stuff, all the plugs and shout outs that you would like to give far, please do that. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, social media wise, I sometimes I stream. I've been trying play with that idea but it's the same as twitter it's like twitch.tv slash far underscore delicious the same as my twitter um not really a social media guy in that aspect but i mean i sometimes i i stream sometimes i tweet stuff like dumb stuff that happens in my day-to-day life but sometimes it's a lot <laughs> but uh, yeah. yes you do not like traffic that's what i gathered from your twitter <laughs> uh, i don't like traffic i don't also don't like missing flights yeah, oh, that, yes. was, that was a tough one, but hey, it 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 happens, right? And um, well, I mean, I'm a free agent for now. Um, and not maybe not even as a sponsorship per se, but I mean, if if you're a local scene that someone would like to have me there in a tournament, like I'm all ears, you know, I'm all ears if you want me there, and we can work something out. But yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll keep traveling this melee journey and see what it takes. Maybe stop someday, but for now, at least for whatever's left of the year, we'll be around. I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, over at the, uh, I guess, uh, if Panda Cup Last Chance Qualifier is in LA, then I'm looking forward to seeing you there and also at Main Stage. 
looking for you to make some upsets and once again turn heads. I uh, I think that the more we go through the social media world that's been established for I mean it's been around for a long time now, but the more we go through it and the more melee that we all get to see on streams and not just hearing about it, oh, this is happening right now, which is actually Okay, for the record, at SmashCon, Zane and B-Bats were playing each other, and the loser got 17th place, but B-Bats won the first game against Zane, against Zane, but it's not on stream. Oh, and yeah. so that's what I'm saying. Like, it still happens where something really cool, by the way, Zane did win the, the, the game, uh, Zane won. But, like, you, you, you hopefully get to see this more often in the future where the sets where you wouldn't have ever been able to save them in the past. You get to see them either on stream or they're recorded because of Slippy, all that fun stuff. I will get to see you playing on stream sometime in the near future as the rest of the year comes along far. It's been really fun to talk to you. I really appreciate all the time and uh, you thank, you thank you so much for joining me on Bottom of the Smash Mountain. Thanks for the invite. I had a really good time. You did a really good job interviewing it. It's a oh, really thank you. It's been one of the best one I had, honestly. <laughs> Ooh, where else have you been interviewed? Let me compare myself to other people. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, Babs from La Gema. It, that was one interview. I think also we had like a triple interview between Eddie and it was me, Jacob, and Chappell on his stream. What I mean, I think I think it's not fair to compare you. You 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 look like a top player in this, so it's not fair, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the next time you get to play Chape on a on a tournament set as well. By the way, because uh, I know that Chape is really good against Sheik, but who doesn't love a run back? Oh anyway. uh, yeah, it was a really good set. I it, I thought I was going I was going to get destroyed because he's so good against Sheik. I was trying. I was also thinking of 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 playing Falco at least in certain stages, but I I hadn't warmed him up at all. And he kind of like just put it right, like he he run it back to stadium real quick. I'm like, ah yeah, whatever. I just I'll stay chic. Well, you <laughs> were also working. really tired. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, it was, but I mean, not Johns. I I think I played good. <laughs> I think I played good. Yeah, a little bit better than I could, and I had it. But yeah, that's how much better he's at the matchup. So it's like, no surprise, honestly. Oh.